0: Email customercare at com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Friends, welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host, Marge. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather this week, so please bear with me. But that makes it even more special that you're here listening to this episode. So thank you. Thank you. Because the show must go on. It stops for no one. I guess I could make it stop if I wanted to. But you know what? I like doing this show so much that even when I'm feeling a little shitty, here I am anyway. It's giving me lifeblood to soldier on through. We've got a great episode for you today. Episode number 33. Starting with an interesting question from a listener moving on to bath bombs, and finally finishing up with some exciting news for all my listeners, for all you people out there. So let's get right into it. So this week, I got an email from Princess in British Columbia, a fellow Canadian, always happy to hear from fellow Canadians. And I think she's the first Canadian to reach out to me. So hi, Princess, I hope you're listening. And I hope you're having a wonderful day with better weather than I'm probably getting here in Ontario. It's been Actually, we got a, it was really cold. We got a huge dumping of snow and now it's raining. The weather is changing. I'm doing a very Canadian thing right now to people by talking about the weather. Canadians love to talk about the weather and maybe that's because every day is a different day. Yesterday or the day before rather, it was minus 11 out, sunny skies, bright winter sun shining and now it's drab and gray and raining, and all the snow is melting. And every dog going out there who never picked up after their pet is showing their true colors because there seems to be shit everywhere in the spring, doesn't there? Anyway, it is the first step, though, to seeing those buds on the trees starting to open up. And for those of you who live in places where the weather is nice all around, sometimes I'm very envious, especially when you think you can't take any more snow and then you get a huge dumping of snow. But I digress princess had a question about making gummies she's new to edibles and oh what fun you're going to have princess I always find that gummies are a tricky one to start out with because if you've been eating gummies whether they're medicated gummies or not they have a certain taste consistency that you've grown to know and love As a a gummy lovers myself, I'm very familiar with that lovely taste of super sweet high fructose corn syrup and artificial flavors and colors that make them so wonderful. So starting out with a gummies recipe can be challenging because as if you've been listening for a while, you know that I've tried a few different gummy recipes only to be rather disappointed in how they turn out because honestly, if we wanted jello, we would have asked for a jello recipe. And I recommended to her, she wanted to go that route, to start with the Magical Butter Machine gummy recipe, which is the best one I've found to date. Maybe not the healthiest version, but honestly, if you're only eating a few gummies because you've got them properly dosed, you know what, you gotta live a little. I also recommended, though, if you want to start out with something simpler to try a favorite cookie or brownie recipe, maybe even try a packaged mixed recipe so long as it calls for you to add the fat. So even if it says it's looking for canola oil or butter on the package, you can easily swap that out for your coconut oil, olive oil. I personally never use canola oil or vegetable oils because there's uh, health implications with that. If you have any questions about that, you can always ask me. But I avoid those types of vegetable oils at all costs in favor of the much healthier coconut olive avocado those are always great bets and if as long as you have a packaged recipe that calls for a butter or an oil of some kind you can easily swap out that for your infused version so that i feel like is an easier way to get started for somebody who's just new to the edibles game i did share a couple recipes magical butter actually has a coconut oil gummies recipe on their site When I saw that, I was rather intrigued as, again, somebody who loves gummies, and I think I'm going to be trying those out soon just to see how they compare to some of the other gummy recipes that I've tried. I find the Magical Butter has a lot of great recipes on their site, and they're really growing their list of, or their repertoire of recipes available, so I'm going to try those ones out just to see, you know, do these coconut oil gummies live up to what I have in my head as to what a gummy should be. I guess we'll find out. I'll be trying that in the coming weeks. I'll be certainly reporting back. But in the meanwhile, I'm going to link to the the traditional gummies recipe in the show notes. So if you want to give them a try, it is an alcohol-based recipe, which is why I feel like for beginners, it's a little more intimidating because you need to infuse alcohol. If you have something like a magical butter machine, it's actually quite simple to do. If you don't, then you're getting into trying the green dragon method or some of the methods where you infuse your, your cannabis with alcohol um, on your countertop, but that can take some time. Sometimes you can infuse it for up to a month, depending on the potency that you're looking for. So Sometimes infusing alcohol isn't the easiest way to go. The other big option, more particularly for Canadian listeners, is that finding the pure alcohol to infuse in the magical butter machine or some of these other ways can be tricky. I I don't know about BC, but in Ontario, you can't go to the store and buy something like Everclear. They just don't carry it. Worried about us Ontarians going and drinking ourselves blind or something, I guess. So there's that consideration as well. I happened to get my pure alcohol from sort of a friend of a friend, if you will. Nice little trade for some cannabis cookies and he had some so I was able to get it. But, you know, if you don't have that kind of access, it can be tricky. So that's one thing to consider when you're starting your gummies. But if any of you have found a gummy recipe that you really like, that you feel like really maintains the true essence of a good gummy, please share it with me. I'd love to share it with all of you guys. Now, this week... Bath bombs. The reason that I was thinking of bath bombs is because I was in my email I was sent a newsletter from somebody I forget where and they had linked to a bath bomb recipe that looked pretty interesting. I thought you know what those could be pretty fun to try. They didn't look that difficult to make and the reason being I mean as somebody who really likes to eat edibles most of the time or that's how I consume my cannabis bath bombs aren't really traditionally going to get you high. Even if you're not using a CBD-based infusion in the bath bomb, if you use a THC, just putting it in there, it's not going to get you high, especially in the concentrations that they're using. What's the point? You ask. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you are asking that question because I'm going to tell you why. The bath bombs are great for the non-cannabis user. You have somebody in your life that you care about, and you think, you know what I've really enjoy making edibles, but they're just not into them. Crazy, I know, but they're just not that into them. But you still want to share the joy somehow and the benefits of cannabis with that person without getting them fucked up. Enter the bath bomb. And this became pretty relevant because over the weekend, I went to visit my sister and her family. I love my sister dearly. I don't get to see her nearly often enough because they live about a three and a half, four hour drive away and so you just don't get you just don't get the chance to tra- travel that far. But we did get a chance to go up and see her recently and I was able to bring her these bath bombs. My sister does not consume cannabis. She's not much of a drinker either, which is fine. She's never been somebody who's been into cannabis at all even when we were kids kids let me define that as teenagers and young adults and all that kind of thing she was never really into cannabis I've seen her try it a couple times but it just wasn't her jam she never really did like it and I think it's really because when she did try it she had too much but my repeated attempts to get her to change her mind I've been falling on deaf ears oh no, I'm kidding I haven't really been pressuring her too hard anyway so we we're going up to visit her and it's always nice to bring something I mean we're always puttering around in our kitchens doing things and And she shared with me a wonderful marinated onion recipe that I'm going to be trying that I keep hearing is life changing. You know, she shared that with me, but I wanted to share something with her. So I made these bath bombs to bring up to her. And she works a pretty stressful job at times. And she has a young child. And any, you know, like anybody else, she's busy. And they have a busy household. So sometimes... A nice relaxing bath is exactly what you need to take the edge off the day. You don't need edibles. You don't need wine. Sometimes self-care is just allowing yourself, uh, is pampering yourself. Treat yourself. Maybe that bath for you includes an edible or a smokable or a glass of wine or whatever. But for some people it doesn't. But this is a way to really enhance the relaxing effects of the other ingredient, of the bath and the other ingredients in that bath bomb as well. So the bath bomb is really is composed of pretty easy to find ingredients. If you already have Epsom salts in your, in your washroom or wherever you would store them because you like to have baths, then you've got one of the ingredients right there. I also, they called for something, um, they called for citric acid. I also had that in my cupboard. I don't know, remember why I bought it in the first place, but I have a huge jar of it. I probably used it for like a teaspoon of something at some point in my cooking career. And then it's been sitting in my cupboard ever since. But suddenly, I have another way to use it, so it called for citric acid. and the only other thing that was sort of unusual that you might have to go out and buy would be the bath bomb molds. I purchased some off of Amazon. they were pretty inexpensive, but that was a great way to and that was to give you the traditional bath bomb mold or bath bomb look if you will honestly I'll post to that link in the show notes as well but you could probably if you don't want to go out and buy if you're not going to be making these because I can see myself having to store these somewhere now but if you're not gonna be making a lot of bath bombs to give away or anything like that you're just making them for yourself you could probably use a decent size silicone mold maybe even like a muffin tin or something or just hack a mold of some kind you know, because if you're just dropping it in your own bathtub, who really cares? So overall, they're pretty, the ingredients are inexpensive and you can switch them up. It did call for food coloring or mica powder, which I have a long story of why I have mica coloring as well, but I do have that so you can color them. But again, that's sort of an optional thing, optional thing too. If you don't really care, they're white Then you don't need food coloring again if you're not giving them away as gifts or giving them to friends and family and stuff then that kind of thing is more um more aesthetic and doesn't really make that much of a difference you don't have to go out and buy it the other thing it does call for is essential oils it called for quite a bit. So my original plan was to make it with lavender, but I had like a five milliliter bottle of lavender and for the recipe, it called for a teaspoon, which if you do the math is about the entire bottle. So I used something, I used eucalyptus instead. It might be a little too medicinal for some people, but honestly, you can use whatever scent you like. If you like something citrusy or floral or whatever, whatever you think might be relaxing in the bathtub, you can add that or you could have it odorless as well. It did call for tincture in, in the bath bomb which I have lots of and I'm always looking for new ways to use it so I threw that in but it also if you didn't have that again because you don't have a handy magical butter machine or you haven't found the pure alcohol or you just haven't gotten around to infusing alcohol in your countertop for a month fortunately it said you could also use infused coconut oil you don't have to have the tincture. It's a pretty low dose, so you're not going to be using up a lot if you have a little bit. I forget what it called for offhand. Maybe I could take a quick look. Okay, yeah, it called for a really small amount, like a quarter a teaspoon of tincture or coconut oil. So you don't need a lot. So you're not going to have to worry about not leaving yourself enough to make your next batch of magical cookies or whatever it is that you're working on next. And they didn't take that long to make. You're basically just adding them together, mixing it all up, And then you put them in your molds, form them, and then let them sit for a little bit because they do take some time to harden. They're sort of like wet sand. And if you start touching them too soon, they will crumble. But I guess the other thing is too, if you really didn't want to get into the mold making, you could probably also take a scoop or some kind of spoon, figure out how much would be in one mold, and then just use that like the way you would use Epsom salts and toss it in your bath as well. So you had a couple of different options, but it was a really great recipe I gave some to my husband as well because he really likes to take baths, and he's always using Epsom salts. And he deals with a lot of chronic pains, so he's you know having that infusion in there with some of the other ingredients really helps to relax when you're in the tub. And it's also nice if you're you know in nighttime if you're looking to unwind in the evening and get a better night's sleep there is something about the heat of the bath that aids sleep as well. So I'll share that recipe that I found. I think it was from Leafly originally. So to to share the original author of said recipe, I'll link that in the show notes. so You can try it out if you want and make it to your own specifications right now. And let me know how you like them. Who doesn't like a nice warm bath? But yeah, you know, it doesn't just have to be for the non-cannabis user. It can also just be for self-care, part of your self-care routine to include cannabis in that self-care routine. And honestly, I think making your own, once again, just like making your own edibles is great because you get these bath bombs from the store, like if you're going to some kind of bath and body works type store, body shop or, or what have you. You don't always know what's in them. I suppose, I don't know, I haven't bought a bath bomb in forever, so I don't know if they put ingredients on them or not, but like these artificial colors and flavors and scents, sometimes they do have health implications that you may not be aware of. So it's a good idea to make your own. And when they're so quick to make, I doubled the recipe when I made them, so I had extra and I know exactly what I put in them. And that's all about taking control of your high life, just taking control of your health as well. And knowing is half the battle, isn't it, folks, when you know what's in those bath bombs that you're floating around with. It just makes you feel better about them too. It's a recipe that took very little hands-on time, took some drying time. I think I left mine overnight and, you know, you've got something for your bathroom and another way to use some some of your infusions. So give it a try and let me know what you think. Finally, the new website, you guys, is going live on Monday. Thank you for those who emailed me to say that they wanted to sign up. There's going to be a little something extra special for those of you who have done that. But because it's going live on Monday, um, there's still time to get your name on the subscriber list. You can always email me, a bite me podcast at fastmail.com. Next week, I'm going to, you'll be able to sign up right on the website as well. And I'm going to be doing an exciting giveaway. I think I mentioned that before. And I'm dialing in right now what the prize is going to be, but I'm pretty excited about it. I've sort of settled on something. The contest will probably be running for the entire month of March, Um, which I think I failed to mention. The new theme for March is spring because it's going to be the first day of spring. When the hell is it? It is March, right? Is March the first day of... Oh yeah, it is. Holy shit, for a second. I thought it wasn't until April. The new theme for the month of March is going to be spring. I'm super excited about this giveaway. And the only way you can enter will be through the website, which if you've already given me your email address, I'll remind you that it's going to be live on Monday. And you have to be a listener of this show in order to enter. So I'm not going to be posting about this on social media anywhere. I'm not going to be doing anything like that. This is just for the listeners of Bite Me Podcast. So you're not going to be competing with somebody who just happened to enter because they stumbled across my Instagram account or something like that. If you want to give me a follow there, I'm always happy to see, follow you guys back. If you're a listener, if you do want to follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, Mines, those places, it's at Podcast or at host Marge, respectively, depending on where I'm at. And I do spend a little bit of time on those platforms, not too much. I spend most of my time and energy with this podcast, actually. But I really wanted to have this contest open for people who are listening to the podcast. And that's, if you're listening to this right now, that's you. I'm talking to you right now. Email me, bite me podcast at fastmail.com. And I will let you know when the I'll remind you when the website is live on Monday, super excited. And then stay tuned for more announcements about what the prize is going to be. It's going to be really good. You guys, I'm super excited. Ooh. I'm excited. You should be excited. Spring is coming. The snow is going to be melting. The birds are chirping. Life is good. Stay high, my friends. We'll talk